Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And it's almost like more infuriating to see them have so much drive and other things because it's like oh i know you're capable of it you're just not mm. doing it like i'd rather have someone who was a dud across the board and be like, ah, <laughs> like this just isn't one of your strong suits oh like someone that genuinely always forgets calendar things yeah like not just calendar things with you right What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly Demilier. And today, we are going to be talking about some advice that is given to men. <laughs> we were browsing uh, the internet to see what, what articles are there, out there, for men, to look up to try to get women. <laughs> and one we liked is from Mantelligence, <laughs> which is a website I had no idea existed. <laughs> And it's called How to Attract Women, Seven Things Women Find Very Attractive from her. So it's written by a woman, by Robin Southerns. I like that it's written by a woman because we did pick through a few of these that were written by men and they were very ambiguous. They were horrible. (laughs) There was one that was like, make loose plants. (laughs) Do not make loose plants. No, no. But then the next tip on that was be direct. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> men aren't even listening to themselves yeah. <laughs> so true <laughs> just... you know that guy sent it to his editor and was like yeah bro and nailed it yeah, <laughs> yeah. killed it covered killed all the it. bases killed it <laughs> right i know um i mean i found this article very entertaining as well yeah before we get started guys if you haven't left us a review for the podcast please do, d- do so right now mm-hmm. just gotta scroll down leave us a little review five stars let us know what you're thinking about the pod uh and hit the subscribe button that also helps us out helps us climb the itunes charts and uh make this your instagram story while you're at it yeah tag, tag us. us jinx sorry <laughs> <laughs> tag us <laughs> do it <laughs> tag us now <laughs> do it and uh if you, if you guys want extra episodes you can follow us on patreon we're at patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot that really helps out the pod and we're climbing to one extra episode a week yeah it's we're gonna be here soon over halfway there mm-hmm. so thank you all for recently joining we got some new members in there and uh let us know what you want to hear in secret on our patreon yeah that's in private we really dish the details out there so i mean without further ado we gotta get just get into this here I mean, up top, what do you find most attractive in a man? Before we even get into, like, these things that Robin <laughs> says yeah. Are, are, yeah, that are most attractive. Just out the gate? They're yeah. like, you can only have one quality in a man? Yeah. Right now, I just feel like it's plans. Okay, that's like, fair. I guess, in general, it would be a, a takes initiative. Okay. I find that very attractive. Okay. But also, it's because it's like, that's the number one problem I feel like I have with men as a whole. Yeah know what i mean oh i know what you mean <laughs> i definitely know what you mean <laughs> i'm just like hey yeah we'll do that sometime cool and yeah it's like when sometime like <laughs> yeah my blood boiled in the other article when it mentioned loose plans i was like i've had enough of loose plans i had enough of let's hang out oh actually okay someone i dm'd 
we were just chatting and it was one of those you're like you know this person's cute yeah i'd I'd go on a date with them yeah i know that i i did the vague i did the vague i pulled the man move i did the vague okay of like let's hang out sometime okay and then he did my usual move and was like oh cool yeah do you mean as a date or friends and i was like damn it (laughs) (laughs) my 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 how the turntables i was like how dare you do that to me um and then i just i also was a man again and i just kept it vague and i was like honestly good for either <laughs> i told you not to do that it's I like would, direct i should well you know I, but i called it i told you i was like i feel like he's seeing someone i feel like yeah. no man that is single would, they would just roll with it that's true you know what i mean yeah. whether they did just see you as a friend or more yeah. like their outfits don't really change yeah you know what that, i mean yeah that's true you smelled it because he is seeing someone right he is i nailed it yeah and i was like oh, i mean honestly good for either he's like oh, I, i've actually just been seeing somebody but like I mean, you know, good for him for calling that out. Right? I know a lot of snakes who Right? <laughs> is that what I was going to say? What's your number one attractive quality in a man? I get loyalty. Maybe that's my number yeah. one. Fidelity. <laughs> Fidelity. Yeah. Uh, I Committability. Mean, what? I was actually going to say a sense of humor, but now I'm like, yeah, fidelity. <laughs> Based on my track record. Right? I mean, I feel like most women out the gate is like, I want a guy with a sense of humor. Yeah. It's like, yeah, for the first five seconds. <laughs> And then everything's just a goddamn joke. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I um. I mean, many a thing. So I yeah, guess. I have a lot of needs. I'm like, what's the most unattractive quality in a man? Uh, I guess the opposite of the most attractive. That's kind of a dumb question. No, I think that's a thing, though. I would say like a, a lack of ambition or drive. Like someone who, you're just like, what do you do with your life? Like, mm. do you want to be better? Yeah. You know, because we yeah. all know those people. That's like oh like you're gonna die in this job you have like yeah you're not gonna change at all yeah this is where you are and you're fine if nothing changes yeah yeah well that that also is just like kind of a red flag if you want to like get married and have kids mm-hmm. because those are major life changes yeah so people yeah. that don't ever change their life on small scales <laughs> you're like yeah you're probably gonna have this roommate forever man <laughs> like, right you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like whatever those little things are you're like come on <laughs> a roommate still <laughs> my uh good friend khalid who uh likes the pod shout out to khalid um he just moved into his own apartment for the first time okay and he has been texting me constantly being like i cannot believe i didn't do this sooner <laughs> like dude having your own apartment is such a game changer i had it in vermont and i love you to death but it is it's a game changer. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it's a new goal of mine. <laughs> we'll, we'll be in the same building, Erica. I promise. Oh, don't worry about it. I have that goal too, Molly. Yeah. I'm turning 30 this year. So <laughs> I have that goal as well. And it has nothing to do with you. You're a great roommate. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into this. So number seven. We're going to do a countdown. So number seven. Leadership and initiative. Okay. Women look for a guy who will go after what he wants but is also humble and can admit when he makes a mistake. Yeah. That's like 85% of men can't admit that. No. <laughs> like never. And that's being generous. Never. <laughs> Low balling it at 85. They're just like, but I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> You're like, but it just wasn't a good idea. You're like, but it wasn't a good one. So can we say that it was bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I was trying something new. It's like, you fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> say you say, fucked up. Yeah. Say it with me. I fucked up. <laughs> Say it with me. I suck. 
(laughs) (laughs) I think I want to round this out a little bit more to like takes initiative it like beyond themselves too Mm -hmm. because I think there are men and like I've dated guys like this who are very driven professionally and personally but then when it comes to the relationship it's kind of like all right like this is just kind of you know there You, you know they're not taking the initiative to to drive it along like you're always the one making the plans being like hey you know do you want to do you know get drinks on tuesday or you know Mm, yeah it's a yeah kind of like a convenience thing exactly and is that i mean it's almost part of the like kind of the rules theory or other books where they're like they have to like you want to like keep them working for you yeah almost like like oh at any minute i could i could bounce you got to put effort into this exactly and it's almost like more infuriating to see them have so much drive in other things. Cause it's like, Oh, I know you're capable of it. You're just not mm. doing it. Like I'd rather have someone who was a dud across the board and be like, ah, <laughs> like this just isn't one of your strong suits. Oh, like someone that genuinely always forgets calendar things. Yeah. Like not just calendar things with you. Right. Um, I was going to say, this is reminding me of in the book attached when mm-hmm. it talked about how basically if you are in a relationship, you are more likely to have success in your work yeah. because you have the security of someone's there and yeah. they're not going anywhere. Right. And I was like, damn it. That is so true though. Yeah. So true. That is really true. So I guess we got to get a boyfriend, be more successful. <laughs> I don't know if it's true for women, but when I read that, I was like, that's definitely true for men. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can, you can work as hard as you want when you're like, yeah, she'll be there. Yeah, exactly. She's hanging out. Well, I mean, also a lot of times women are like, the more like thoughtful <laughs> some of like men's like yeah. larger right uh, exactly that was like um yeah this past year i was uh had a gig in jersey near it was something i was taking a bus at port authority bus station which is disgusting and it was <laughs> the night before valentine's day oh god and i was watching men buy valentine's day gifts in the port authority bus station I mean, there's a lot of shops in there, but Listen, yeah. I'm not hating on grabbing a card from there because a card's a card. Yeah. But I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't think about it till you were on, almost on the bus. <laughs> yeah. On the bus. <laughs> you were like, you think she wants an iHeart New York shirt? <laughs> I don't know. It's got a heart. <laughs> I mean, it's got a heart on it. And she does love this city. She... <laughs> Can I change the NY to a U? Yeah, right. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so it says here, one of the most attractive things a man can have is the ability to follow through on what he says he'll do. Mm -hmm. This is especially important when it comes to making plans with a woman. Yep. So even it says, uh, if a man says he'll call and he doesn't, he's losing points with that woman already, even if he, quote, forgot. I'm at the point where if a dude says he's going to call and he doesn't, or he says, like, we're going to do something and then you don't hear from him, then I'm like, I'm done with this. Like, Oh, I I don't follow up. no. No. Like, I have that was like early 20s thing like kind of the ambiguous like oh like maybe thursday night and then you get already like don't make other plans like do your makeup and kind of wait around and then you never hear from them you know like i'm so far over that and if there's i know there's like still women out there doing that and it's soul crushing to have it happen it's like don't wait around make plans with your girlfriends go out do something have fun and delete his number (laughs) (laughs) right i mean i think it's very rare, but there is something to like, I feel like you one time can initiate. Oh, like, Being a, like a one hey, check-in, how yeah. have you been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Would love to get that drink sometime within whatever first convo it is. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes it is like we just get too busy. Yeah. But yeah, after like one time and they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. 
yeah. then you never hear a word yeah I'm out. no i mean the straight up like i'm gonna call i'll give you a call tomorrow or hey let's get drinks tomorrow and then all of a sudden you don't hear from them like yeah, that no, that's shit. awful yeah mm-hmm. yeah it says your words hold value to women so it's important to not say things if you have no intention of backing them up yep. i like how this is telling men like hey they are listening to you yeah. you might not remember anything they say but they know what you said especially if it was plants yeah. <laughs> all right number six sense of humor and it says have you ever seen a comedian's wife <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing more true than that statement <laughs> and it uses examples she's usually a babe right guys like will Farrell, jack black Jason Sudeikis, they all have absolutely stunning wives. Now, I bet these guys have fantastic personalities and are all around nice guys. But I also bet a big reason those ladies were originally drawn to these men was because of their sense of humor. Knowing how to attract women is as simple as being able to make her laugh. I stand by that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's true. It makes you like any person because usually when you're laughing, you're just having a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've... I have never, I feel like I've never been on a date or in a conversation where, with a guy that was like serious and deep. And, and I'm like, into it. oh my gosh. Yeah. He's no. so deep. If anything, I've had guys like take it too serious, like too early. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. Like, I don't know you like that, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Um, it says something about like dirty jokes. I'm looking for it. Oh, like no dirty jokes? Yeah, it says to leave the dirty jokes at home. What do you think about that? I mean, I think it's impossible for people that make a lot of dirty jokes. Yeah. Like, if you're naturally a little bit more crude, you're going to be more crude. It's going to come out. Right. You're not going to hide that for very long. Or, like, dad jokes will come off corny from you. Right. I think think there's a line. Like, if you're someone who can make, like, a good, like, tongue-in-cheek kind of dirty joke... That it almost like, like, oh, is that what you meant by that? Like, that's right. funnier. That's good. And it, like, it's going to hit well. But like, we've all been on those days where like people who are still out here making 69 jokes, like get the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Like just the, like those ones never say that. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> but this is like dirty or not. It's, you know, you have to find someone that does have your same sense of humor. Yeah. I agree with that. Even yeah. like, you know, re- my reference, like Jason Sudeikis. I love Jason Sudeikis. Great. I like his movies. Right. Yeah. But there's people that hate Jason Sudeikis movies. And then go fuck themselves. Yeah, right? <laughs> but it's the same thing of, like, um, I have a friend that, like, always finds, like, farting noises and, like, fart jokes funny. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> See? Like, I don't. I just. I'm, like, if someone, like, farted in front of me, I probably would laugh. I'm not, like, I'm not, like, ew, do that in the bathroom or, like, whatever. But it's just, like, in a movie and stuff, I'm usually, like, this is the cheapest laugh I can <laughs> yeah. even think of. So, uh, but it's, like, that's technically dirty because it's not, like yeah clean, but you know well i think it means like mostly like sex jokes but yeah which i agree with you're on a date yeah can be a little like you're yeah. trying to get it too much yeah like i think there are implications on them but i agree with you on the shared sense of humor part and like if that's your sense of humor don't necessarily like totally bottle it up right you know because like that's the same thing as like our issue with some of these books right is that like we're like, well, when a guy figures out who you really are, then it's kind of like, oh, God. And it's like all of a sudden you're five dates in and he starts making crude jokes. And you're like, who is this person? Bring back the dad jokes. Yeah. Like, you know, those are two very different types of things. Yeah. I think like 
see that's something i think is more the woman side of like okay, if you're like into someone you're feeling them on a date you're probably more down for a little bit of a dirty joke or yeah, a sexual innuendo. Yeah. It's when you're not into the person. Yeah. They're like, that you're gross. like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are getting the wrong idea. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, shut it down. <laughs> shut all of it down. No, I don't want another drink. Shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Number five here, passion and ambition. A man with a passion for life and a drive to pursue his dreams is extremely attractive to us women. You might think women find men in bands attractive because of the bad boy persona, but in reality, it's about their passion for music and their ambition to achieve their goals. I would argue that, that is not correct. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's true. You no. like music, people. No, listen. Tell me about it. Listen. It's a turn off. Have you ever heard a musician or a DJ try to talk about their art? No, I It's stay like, away shut from up. We just want to dance <laughs> and have a good time. This is not art. This is my, you know, my real passion for the song. It's like, dude, just perform. <laughs> just play it. Just perform. Yeah. I don't tell jokes and explain the jokes. Right. I'm not That's like, you fair. know, this joke really is hitting on a deeper meaning. It's like, shut up. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> just, just having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Let us have a good time. <laughs> I don't. Musicians are totally bad boys, depending on whatever music they're doing. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, a violinist probably not, but. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Depends. I don't know. I like Zach Brown band. Um. Same. <laughs> uh, passion and ambition are instant turn-ons you don't need to be a famous rock god or a multi-million dollar lawyer to attract women either just choose a hobby career or a dream that gets you excited and pursue it so even if you are just a beginner or entering a new career field the passion you have for that thing will shine through and instantly attract women think about it as a man don't you like a woman that has interests and she's passionate about and goals she's working towards of course you do it's the same <laughs> for us women I mean, I think that's people in general, right? That, like, it's just more fun and engaging to have a conversation with someone who's excited about what they're talking about and, like, what yeah. they're doing. Oh, yeah. That's I, my best friend Iris is very into needlepoint. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to needlepoint. But I'm like, <laughs> well, that's her thing. Yeah. That's something she's into. She's good at it. And it's yeah. impressive. Yeah. And it's, like, interesting to hear about those things. It's like, I'm not going to start, but tell me what you've done. Right. You or know? it's, like, uh, any quality that's, like, I don't just sit on my phone right it's almost what this answer feels like i mean this you know point feels like yeah um but it tries to make this point seeing a man who's pursuing his dreams wholeheartedly allows us to see just how wholeheartedly he would pursue other things like a girl he's interested in for example but this is also showing your thing where you're like oh you have drive with work we have no drive in this relationship yeah like sometimes the people are too wrapped in whatever their work is the other part yeah i feel like a lot of articles books whatever like draw this parallel of like oh like showing your ambition and passion or whatever it may be in this area will really like prove to someone that like you can commit this to a relationship and i don't look at it that way like do you with Mm -hmm. a partner i think it's as you're dating someone you kind of more get the vibe of like how do they balance their life yeah so is there room for me is kind of the number one selfish thing you think but then sometimes there's too much room for you Mm -hmm. and you're like why are you why are you free all the time yeah or like a guy at work that talks to you all day you're sometimes like how is there never a day that you are too busy to chat right like and then that plays into like the ambition thing you're almost like what are you doing at work you just sit there you don't do anything yeah it's like so i don't think you're moving up yeah you know wherever you are yeah i do think like like you said that there's a lot of like little things in especially in the very beginning that the person will kind of give you clues into who they are and what's important to them to fit into their life and i don't think it matters what 
if they're ambitious about something or not right you know like i think you can balance a a career ambition and a relationship ambition but i think you can also be very ambitious in your career and flop in a relationship well yeah for sure like i i don't think that you can really draw a parallel between the two yeah no i don't think so i think you gotta i mean this also plays on um like the amount of independence you want in a relationship like some people are more codependent Mm-hmm. And they are like, no, when I like someone, I want to be around them all the time. I want to be with them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that tend to need a little more space where they're like, no, 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 I could go away for a weekend without my guy or my girl. Yeah. And I'm fine. I'm not sitting there missing them the whole time and miserable or. Those are the best people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all know, we all know people that are both. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. Let's see. Number four here, a sense of style. Finally, something about a man's appearance. Okay. Yeah. First impressions are everything, and one of the things women find attractive is a man who can dress well. Mm -hmm. Being well-dressed and well-groomed isn't just about looking your best. It's about feeling your best, too. I think this kind of reminds me of the episode we had with Jordan Fisher, and Mm -hmm. he was talking about, like, as a woman to have a sense of style. And, like, yes, it is always, like, look good, but, like, have a look. Yep. And I think that's so important, even with men, like... I don't because there's some guys who can like just pull off more of that like athleisure like casual look and like it looks really good mm-hmm. and there's some who just can't you know so <laughs> like know know what looks good on you and like stick with it make it your thing exactly this just this makes the point that like everyone's attracted to different things like it's like one girl loves a man with good shoes a plaid or flannel button down mm-hmm. and a good fitting pair of dark wash jeans and then it goes, another friend prefers a more hipster look with a man in tight skinny jeans and a cert- shirt buttoned all the way to the top. So it's like, yeah, it all varies. I'm not into the skinny jeans. Are you into men in skinny jeans? I feel like there's a level of skinny that's like like they're um, almost leggings. Yeah. It's a little too much. Y- yeah. But yeah. I like, um, you know what it is for men? A lot of times it's like, what jeans look good on you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of them just don't have the body for it. Yeah. It's more about taking the time to look good and feel good about what you are wearing. And please, don't wear anything that has a ridiculous catchphrase on it. Stand by uh, that. A hundred. Yep. A hundred. Yeah, absolutely not. Oh, God. Like, guys who only wear t-shirts from, like, Walmart or, like, only beer t-shirts. And you're like, why? You know? Yeah, like, why? Yeah. Why? We could just get a plain black, and I would never know. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just, like, the fact that they're like, I'm wearing the free t-shirt I got. You're yeah. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? That's I'm not your friend that bought you that shirt. I don't yeah. want to see it. <laughs> All right. The next one here we have is confidence. This is a tricky one. There's a very fine line between confidence and arrogance. 100%. Confidence is one of the top things women find attractive in men, but arrogance is one of the biggest turnoffs. To come across confident, don't be afraid to share your accomplishments, but stop just short of bragging. Men who are confident are more happy to tell a woman about their recent promotion, but will quickly change the topic to ask their lady a question. I love that. That's actually really good advice. I never yeah. thought of it like, directly in that sense. Yeah. I like that. Um, i trying to think like my experiences, like uh, one of my exes, it took me a while to actually learn that he was um, a state champion tennis player, like all four years of high school, which oh, really? is like, a that's very, huge. yeah, that's a huge deal. And I remember like when I found out he was very, very humble about it. And he typically wasn't a very humble person. <laughs> <laughs> so it was more of a turn on of like, I want to know more about this. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me about 
like this huge part of your life apparently that i had no idea right or it's testing the thing of like if someone's interested they're gonna keep asking you about it yeah so like kind of dropping it that's like um i've discovered that with like through online dating if i tell someone i'm a comedian mm-hmm. they're either gonna have a hundred questions about comedy or they're like oh that's cool like maybe one question mm-hmm. they like move on yeah uh, which i actually prefer that yeah like, oh, i don't didn't sign up here to just yeah. talk about this the whole time <laughs> but what you just said is funny the example it literally says is a man who can't shut up about his high school track record on the other hand is not confident <laughs> right yeah like you could tell he was definitely over you know his high school sports but i was like this is actually a very big accomplishment oh yeah for sure but this is also um god like the kid i babysit the boy mm-hmm. needs like so much praise and I don't know if it's of his age or it's a male thing. But or I said that to my spoiled. mom and she like laughed. She was like, yeah. what are you just figuring that out? That men need a lot of praise. And that's something too that's kind of with this. Like someone being like, I got promoted or like I did this thing. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's great. And blah, blah, I've had like situations with guys like that. And then all of a sudden, like a week or two later, they're like, you know, you really weren't impressed by really? X, Y, Z. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I. What was I supposed job. to do? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Was it was I supposed to blow you under the table? What am I? What, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? What did you want? Oh my god. Yeah, but that I think is kind of like a narcissistic quality. Yeah, oh, for way. sure, for sure. But um, but that's that's a key into like the future. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh God, am I gonna have to? You know, in moments like these, you know, you're the cheerleader technically. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, and I'm all for that. But yeah. sometimes it's like. Oh my God! How yeah. much? How much do we have to celebrate? Right. Like, are you a birthday month person? Is that oh, what this is? No. Is this birthday month? Yeah. Is this promotion month? What is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, men can be such children. Yeah. That's like when they get sick. Yeah. Like a a man having a cold is worse than a woman having pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, usually. So bad. Uh-huh usually (laughs) i remember i was in college and my mom had a cold for like a couple of weeks and probably like uh, like just after she got better my dad got sick and it was it was just a cold like it was not a big deal i remember calling him and you know checking in i was feeling yep and he just goes well molly i've been very ill (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Dramatic. I was Dramatic. like, you, you couldn't even get medicine. Oh like, my god! <laughs> and I wonder, I wonder if that partly comes from just like the fact that men are often raised to like be the provider. So like when they're sick, even if it's a little bit, it's like interfering with like their manhood. I don't know because I feel like it's all men. Like when they get sick, it's awful. Yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe it's just because they don't have to deal with a period every month. Maybe. That it's just like they so rarely experience <laughs> discomfort. Yeah. That a little bit is suddenly a very big inconvenience. Yeah. It's like I had stains on my pants all through middle school yeah. trying to figure that shit out. Yeah. You try and sneeze <laughs> with a tampon in, man. Yeah, dude. I don't I don't have any sympathy. <laughs> I don't have, have a heavy flow and then come talk to me. <laughs> like, Boogers are nothing after that. Right. Oh, God. That's um, probably it. All right. And then let's see. Number two, (laughs) good listening skills. Being a good listener is a big deal to women because they want to feel heard, valued, and respected. A man who doesn't have good listening skills can come off as cold, disrespectful, and uncaring. Ask questions about what she's saying. Not only does asking questions show that you're actively listening, but allows your brain to better store the information that she's sharing. (laughs) 
storing information and bringing it back up later is also an instant way to up your attractiveness to a woman you're interested in. Yeah, because it's rare. It sounds so simple. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you remembered what she talked about before, she's going to love you. I think the other thing to this, too, is that women remember what they told you. And there's nothing. Not that there's nothing. There's very few things to me that are more annoying than having to repeat myself. And so if I know that I already told you something and then you're acting like you've never heard it before. Like, you just didn't listen. Uh-huh. Well, and this is, oh, sorry. there's going to be a lot less enthusiasm the next time I tell this story, yep. you know? Well, I was going to say this is also why, like, a lot of women will get into the bad habit of repeating stories. Yes. It's because their men are not listening. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like, you told me this before. And it's like, well, guess what? All the other ones I told you, <laughs> I had to tell you twice. <laughs> so if you were listening from the beginning... I would never have to repeat myself <laughs> ever, 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 ever. That's very true. It's a vicious cycle, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, <laughs> are you not someone who says a name in bed? Not really. No. Okay. Cause I, I can always tell when a guy won't say it. Cause I'm like, you're afraid you're going to say the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like kind of a fun test. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's, uh, I feel like a per request I would. Per request. (laughs) If it's made formally, there's a formal request. If they they give it to my assistant, I might. Well, okay. I think it's just one of those things in general, like, if the other person's into some type of dirty talk, then I'll dirty talk. But I'm not someone that says there's like... Dirty talk? No, I just... It's way dirtier than that. Well, I know it could get worse than that, but I'm saying, like, if there's no door opening into communication in that way... Oh, you're just not a talker? While you're sleeping with someone... I'm not really the type to say much. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I get a little, a little chatty. Bit. Yeah. What? I get a little chatty. Oh, I'm not against yeah. it. I'm a, but it's one of those that I'm like, I don't want it all the time. I don't want it none of the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want someone to be better at it than me. Yeah, that is intimidating. No. That is the worst. Yeah. I just you're like, stop, like, job. Yeah. I even feel that way, like, with um, sexting. Yeah. Some I have people to do are it like, for you Jesus, sometimes. how do they, like... God, especially with photos. It's like how many how many photos you got in this Rolodex? Yeah. What's going on? Well that's that's not good when they have a bunch. Yeah, on I hand. don't have that. No. Are you crazy? No. no. I do like when you can tell that a guy doesn't sext much and they like Oh yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, sometimes it's kind of fun because it's like <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> 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 like I just had that recently of like having kind of like a dirty conversation with a guy and you could tell he was like so thrown off. He was like double messaging. I was like yeah, I got you now, bitch. There you go. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I guess I'm too afraid that like we'll scare them off. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> <laughs> scare them off, or it's like they're more likely to show their friends the conversation because they're like, "Dude, I'm dying over here. I don't know what to say. <laughs> She's killing me." <laughs> that too. That, that might have happened. There like, might whoa, be whoa. Zoom screen I don't need this. I don't need this sent to a group text somewhere. Eyes focused. There's a small chance that conversations in a group text. Yeah, but I once. Hey. Um, I once was sexing with someone and I fell asleep right before they sent like a long response <laughs> that was really great. But I just like woke up in the morning. I felt so bad. Oh, I was like, no. wow, what a text to just send and then hear <laughs> nothing. He probably didn't sleep at all that night. Yeah. He was like, oh, I really, I really was like, oh man, I guess she, did, she didn't like that at all. She didn't like anything I said. Like, especially it was one of those like, oh, if someone like ups at a little level. Yeah. You're like, oh crap. <laughs> Oh, re- misread that too much. Walk it back. Walk it back. Right? Like, I just woke up like, well, uh, bad time to fall asleep. Sorry about that. <laughs> so I was like, good morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do we continue now? Yeah. I just woke up. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, even even sexting would have to do with listening. Yeah. Um, 
All right, let's see. The final one here is kindness and empathy. Now, this gives a hot tip right out the gate. It says, you know what serves as a great bait for women? Pets. (laughs) A man with a dog is instantly more attractive to women. Women are attracted to a man with a pet because it shows that he's kind and empathetic to the needs of another living creature. Depends on the pet. Totally depends on the pet. Like dog, good example. Cat, get out of here. Because you're not a cat person. I don't like cats. But also, Why do they walk on furniture? Why do they poop in the house? Listen, I've never had a pet. So <laughs> I don't I don't give a shit about this either way. I'm not like, oh, a dog? I'm so impressed. If you think about just like the construct of pets, uh, cats at some point were outside and we brought them in and someone said, I am going to train it to shit in this box, but I'm going to take the dog outside. Who did that? Well, you think the person had both pets? But as human beings, we were like, yeah, I want to watch it. I want to watch the poop in the house. I don't know. I mean, you, would you would you be more of a cat person if you had to take it outside to poop? Is that really the thing that kills you? It's also the walking on the furniture and on the counters, but I would feel a little bit better if it wasn't shitting in my house because it's not like they're originally tropical animals because why is there sand in that box? This is the most heated I've seen you get. (laughs) And there are going to be some (laughs) listeners that are so mad you're even saying this about cats. I'm just... I have opinions about cats. Listen, I don't really have opinions about animals, but I'm I'm just going to go devil's advocate here. All right? Cats, less of a hassle. Easier to take care of. I don't think so. You can leave them home You have to get them declawed. No, you don't have to get them declawed. I thought that's like illegal to do now, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Or it's like really painful for the cat. I mean, I don't think it feels great. I was going to say, in general, I feel like people's pets are almost a signal of like people's children. Like a lot of times they take on personality or traits of the owner. Not all the time, but almost like, yeah, maybe it's attractive. Like for me, say all men have dogs. A man that has a dog that respects him. Much more attractive than the man's dog that doesn't listen whatsoever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Know what I mean? Yeah. I th- Yeah, I think a dog is a good one. Bird? No. Did you date a bird guy? No. Nah. I don't want a bird. No. I Honestly, I prefer no pets. They're like, when I'm on a dating app and someone's like, they're like, my dog has to like her. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know I'm if your dog's going to like me, but you seem a little too into your dog for me. But yeah. I just hate that this is being like, this will help you get women. Just get a pet. I think it does work. Though. I'm not saying it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, just the fact of like, I mean, now not so much with COVID, but like being outside walking a dog is such a like, it baits people. Like yeah. it says, it's pure bait. If someone's like, oh, I'm a cute dog. Oh, yeah. can I pet it? I don't know. Or like, it's like, uh, you know, bringing a book to the bar. It's like, someone can ask you about the book. Someone can ask you about the dog. Even yeah. though if I thought it ran really hot though, I'm, it, I've am i tried, I think I've tried that. I'm intimidated to try it because I don't know what else to ask about the dog. Yeah, because you don't really, like, know dog stuff. I'll be like, what kind is it? And they, like, say the name, and I'm like, sounds cool. good. Cool. <laughs> What's his name? Like, I have no... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's small, right? <laughs> I'm just looking at it. Oh, I love dogs. Like, I'm I like, how on. much did it cost? <laughs> <laughs> how much to buy a dog? Is that more than a baby? I'm like, I don't know questions. <laughs> um, Let's see. If you can take care of a dog, the odds significantly increase that you can take care of her. That might sound crazy, but it is something women subconsciously take notes of. Now, do you really think this is even par of like, you could take care of a dog, you could take care of me? Yeah, no. Um, But I do think, it, especially in a place like New York, it shows a couple of things of like, one, you probably live alone or Mm -hmm. not with like a lot of roommates. Right. 
you probably have more of like a settled down lifestyle. Like if you have a dog, you're probably not going to be out at the bar until four in the morning. Right. Um, and you also probably financially, hopefully financially are in a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You have to pay someone to walk it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just usually like apartments that do allow dogs are a little bit more expensive. Um, and like, a, a, or have a monthly pet fee. Yeah. A lot of places. Uh, also like dogs aren't cheap. And, like, all the shots and all the upstart for them. It's a lot. Um, yeah, here it says having a pet also shows a serious level of commitment and responsibility to a potential girlfriend. You know what I've noticed about dog guys, too? What? They're actually quite a bit cleaner. Really? Yeah. I've noticed that. I don't have enough data to okay. back this or argue that's, that's, I have that, no idea. That's something I've noticed is that, like, their apartments are usually a bit cleaner. I feel like if I walk into a guy's apartment and there is a dog that greets me at the door, my immediate thought is I'm probably not getting invited back. Because you're not going to react well. I think they can just smell on me that I'm not like crazy about dogs. Oh, the dog? Or the man? No, just the man. The man. <laughs> I was like, the dogs? No. I mean, <laughs> no, I, both it. of them? No. Yeah. I just feel like I, I just immediately when a dog shows up, I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I this mean, is it for me. Yeah, we all know like what, who dog people are in our in a What room. else am I supposed to do, man? I pet it. <laughs> like I'm like I let it smell my hand and I pet the dog a little bit and I'm like, hello, how are you, buddy? I'll ask its name and I he don't know. He doesn't say anything back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I tried. <laughs> all right. Well, it does have a tip if you're not a pet guy. Okay. So it says, so what happens if you aren't a pet guy? Don't sweat it. This isn't a deal breaker. What women are looking, really looking for is a guy who's kind and compassionate, which can be shown in numerous ways. For example, I love a man who holds doors open for people, both women and men. To me, it's a sign that he's thinking about needs of others, and that's an attractive trait. And then this is the bonus tip it gives. Women pay attention to how men treat two sets of people, their mothers and servers. Ooh. If a man is disrespectful to either one of these sets of people, it's an immediate turnoff. I think the mom one is a very fine line. Yeah. Like, you, a mama's boy's real tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to pay attention to the mom relationship or just in general, the family relationship as a whole <laughs> for primarily overbearing. Yeah. Like, if they're already super involved in your entire relationship, it's like, that's never going away. Right. That is never going away. Yeah. And the other thing is if he's always listening to his mother. Well, exactly. And if it's something that like he also gets your opinion on and then he, like you and the mom are on opposite sides potentially. Yeah. I mean, especially with decisions that are decisions that are co-decisions of you and them. Yeah. And then you like talk and you decide something. Then it's like, you know, I talked to my mom and actually it changed my mind. It's like, oh. Oh, it's my like, God. get out, dude. Like, I understand that happening occasionally, especially if it's something with, like, like they made a suggestion and you want to be like, oh, she suggested this. Like, say it's yeah. like you're looking for a new apartment and it's something that's like, oh, my mom suggested mm-hmm. we use, you know, this website. So it's like, that's not crazy. Right. But to, like, be, like, about to sign a lease on an apartment and it's like, yeah, my mom said it's too high. It's, like, too expensive. So It's like, why does your mother know your finances? Like, you're an adult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not the finance thing to me. It's just more being, like, make your own decisions. Yeah, like, be independent. Yeah, because I'm, you know, we both are close with our families. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, listen, 
there are things that I appreciate my parents' opinion on, especially certain yeah. life things. It's like, yeah, you've been through this. You're right. I know you have more experience than me. But like when it's me and my man, it's like, all right, let me, I'm doing research. I'm gathering information. Yeah. Like this is me taking the next step in adulthood, yeah. really. And uh, I think you see and hear things of like basically people who can't like clip the wings and like let their children take that next step. Right. And then the kids who don't really like listen or don't have the independence to, to do it themselves. Yeah. And I, I think a big thing for this actually would be like, if you're making a decision as a couple, you can't clue them in after the decision for opinions. Right. That's, I think when it gets messed up, it's like, we talked about this and figured this out. Yeah, now you're changing. And now it. it's changing. Right. Whereas like when we were originally talking about XYZ, mm-hmm. you got your parents' opinion, which is great. Fine. Yeah. And you could bring that into our conversation while we discuss. But right. once we decide, that's it. I think a place that this probably gets really messy is weddings. Oh, for sure. Because of like just the financial side of it of like, oh, who actually does have more like weight in this based on like who's paying for what, mm-hmm. you know, and who's paying for how much. It's like there's a lot of people with like financial stake in that event. <laughs> it, it could be very blurry. Oh, who, definitely. Who gets to call the shots? Not really. even as a couple. That's just just the family. Just in individually, right? Yeah, yeah. That's even like you sitting there being like, "Babe, I thought you said you didn't want whatever," and it's like, "Yeah, but my mom didn't. I just didn't want to fight it." Yeah, and it's, and like, it's like, are you just gonna cave to everything your mom wants you to do forever? Right right and ever and ever that's when it gets super tricky though because it's like it is kind of like their event too yeah but in some ways oh god yeah that just seems so stressful yeah don't do like, it a lot of the people having the small <laughs> covid weddings are like this is great yeah <laughs> like this is great we made a lot of money and uh not that much fighting yeah so I, is there anything on this list you think was missing um, i feel like a lot of these kind of overlap yeah i think like so leadership too. and initiative with what was it? Passion and ambition. It's like, like ambition confidence. is leadership in a way. Right. You know. Right. Having goals. I think communication. It doesn't talk about that really oh, at all. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it says listening, but it's not yeah. like, hey, also like articulate your feelings. Right. <laughs> and your thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I'm like, I think that goes along with plans too, of just like what you're doing and, and like what you want. Oh, for sure. That's, that's always like a, almost like a dagger in a way of like you're dating someone and say they like book something and don't like run it by you. Yeah. Like, like something they're just like, I'm going to be gone for like 10 days. Yeah. You're like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. That happened to me with one of my exes. It was actually, we had like just officially become boyfriend and girlfriend and like we'd been seeing each other on and off for probably six plus months okay Mm -hmm. so like i should have known a lot of what was going on just by like being around and then he was like yeah i'm going to vermont for like a week and which is also annoying because i was living in new york and i just moved here from vermont and so i was like oh "Oh, like you you didn't say this to me at all like he was going to killington which is like 30 minutes from where i lived um and then i did not hear from him the entire time he was gone and then he came back oh that is we broke up because he was like yeah i didn't actually want a girlfriend i was like what the fuck is wrong with you that is such a clear sign yeah of someone going away and you never you didn't hear from them once he yeah he didn't answer a single one of my messages i was like oh and you're messaging him yeah oh forget that yeah and so i was like ghost me okay yeah he like ghosted me on his vacation that was to where i had just moved from and he didn't Jesus. tell me about. Jesus. 
Yeah. So I, I know about daggers. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. Yeah, I had, um with Eggs Benedict, he booked a trip. But I knew he was going away around, like, Christmas time mm-hmm. with his family. But he booked it, I forget what date he left, but it was, like, well before Christmas and then was coming back New Year's Eve. Oh. But it was something that I was, like, I remember having a conversation. It was, like, one of our first, like, kind of tiffs. But I was mm-hmm. so frustrated because he didn't understand why I was, like, a little upset. Well, because you had kind of loosely talked about doing New Year's together, right? Well, I had a show in my hometown. Right. You so had invited So it was though. something that it was, like, I did feel like, oh, it's probably too sooner. Like, it would be chaotic of, like, it's everyone I know, blah, blah. But it was that we were supposed to hang out the weekend before New Year's or something. Oh. But I was just sitting there, like, I don't know why you don't. Like, you didn't even think to, like, say anything to me. Like, I was just like, oh, you're just going to leave town for, like, two weeks? Yeah. And, like, that's when people just can't and it's like handle holiday disappointing time. someone. Yeah. And it's, like, it's more upsetting that you're not upfront about it. Just tell me about it instead of hiding it. Because now I feel kind of crazy of being, like, when's he coming back? What's he doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Well, that was more, I think, with holidays, it more felt like, oh, you don't care mm-hmm. that you're not, like, seeing me on any like holiday time right like it was like oh that's important to me but it seems like you don't care right if it is or it isn't right type of thing and it's like hmm, okay red flag I'm like hmm, okay <laughs> but it was one that was like yeah you can't make somebody care no you, that type of thing you can't so oh that's put that so on my hard. man board someone that cares about holidays <laughs> on your man board yeah i think yeah. i did yeah i think that sounds familiar yeah all right well i guess that's our episode for today that was uh, the advice for men um, if any of you guys have suggestions for future episodes and whatnot, email us at the pod, um, shooters got to shoot pod at gmail.com. You can also DM us at shooters got to shoot pod on Instagram. And I am at Sparica. And I'm at the guacamole. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.